The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not, not lose. lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. I am EJ and I got my man. Yes, sir. He's a DB of the show, handling that press coverage. We are black in sports. We're giving a voice to the people that won't shut up and dribble. All right. So we're here to interview the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom, covering it all, laughing it all, while giving a platform to be heard. Okay. So what we're going to do, what we usually do about this time is welcome our guests. We got a special one for you here. All right. She is born and raised in Las Vegas. Okay. She is hardly home, balling all over the world, okay? And she's always rapping. She puts on for her city, on, on for her city. Hey, on for her city, on, on for her city. Listen, she rolls with a select crew. And you're going to see what we're talking about in a little bit with that. We got pro basketball player Sequoia Holmes in the building. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. All right, thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So how we like to start the show, all right? You got to give us a shoot your shot moment, all right? A time that you went for it all. It could have been any time in life when you were young, you know, was asking mom and dad for them, you know, them Legos or something like that. And they told you no, but just a shoot your shot moment in your career anytime. Shoot my shot moment. Yeah. Wow. Um, when you just went I'm for gonna it. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say when, but, you know, I asked for like one time I playing consecutive seasons in, in one country. Okay. And I asked for like a. 50% raise. <laughs> there you go. And they were like, hell no. <laughs> and I was like, all right. It was worth the shot. You damn right. Sure. You damn yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I had a good season. Uh-huh. So I was like, let me go ahead and see. Let me, yeah, I need to do I this. need to increase that bag. Yeah, go. They're like, are you coming back? And I was like, yeah, if y'all give me like a 50% raise. There you go. And I just was like stone cold faced with them. They was like, nah. Crickets with got it, huh? you like. 20 percent negotiation there. okay there you go yeah. hey, start high. yeah you know what i mean meet me in the middle you know yeah okay, there it is yeah there you go that's a great moment <laughs> so what what uh started your love for sports where'd that start wow um i think just as a kid i was always active like i mm-hmm. never really sat down at at any time but you know my older sister she played sports mm-hmm. when i was young we're nine years apart eight mm-hmm. nine years apart so i mean she was a three-sport athlete in high school. Oh, okay. So she ran track, played volleyball, and basketball. Basketball was her least. Uh, she was, wasn't was as good out of the three. Track. So she was best, I would say, at track, but she loved volleyball. Volleyball, more. okay. Yeah. And you and you played those three, too, right? Yeah, you did yep. a similar role, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, played, I played all three or ran and, you know, participated in all three. But, yeah, that kind of got me going just sports-wise. But when I was, you know, in – second third grade i kind of was like i'm a, i want to do this basketball thing you know and i was on a elementary team mm-hmm. of all boys you know just trying out and then it just kind of grew my love and passion just kind of grew from there that's so, what's up so, so we gotta ask right though if you if you ask track what was what was the races yeah man i did some of everything i sprinted i jumped you know relays but high jump, long jump, mostly okay. 100, 200. Those are mine. I, 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 saw, I saw that you had the uh, state record for the uh, long, long jump. jump. Yeah, Is it yeah. still there? Still? I think so, yeah. Still. Okay. What, what was that, 19? Five and a quarter. Oh, that yeah. girl good. 
Yeah. Hamstrings is strong. <laughs> so uh, let's get an update on you, man. Are you practicing for your uh, challenge that you got coming up in a couple months? Uh, COVID-19. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not exactly practicing that Okay. Way. So we're going to, but we forgot about that, man. No, so uh, that's he, true. he challenged one of our uh, guests to a race. So. I mean, oh, wow. you got any other challenges? Are you gonna, you gonna? No, nah, I'm gonna. Keep, I, I saw keep, some. Keep, I saw some highlights. So I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> saw some highlights. So I ain't gonna challenge. I know where my limits are. There man. you go. What uh, um? Did, did, did your parents play? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, she played basketball. I mean, we were just actually talking about this the other day, okay. like how how good of an athlete my uncle was kind of saying how good of an athlete she was. Our basketball player, just a basketball player, and she okay. played softball too. But I'm like, you know what? Show me. The archives, like I don't believe. <laughs> I that. didn't see it. And you, then, you want to see the footage? She, and then she, you know, automatically got pissed. Like, Where do you think you got it from? Right. Like, and my uncle was like, "She don't believe you," and they just kind of jumped on me. I'm like, "Y'all need to show me the proof." I do it really just to mess with her. Yeah, but absolutely. I know she could probably hoop. I mean, I think you know sometimes it's kind of genetic. Well, but well, my my dad, yeah, he, he played football and baseball. Yeah, I, I saw the names Juanita and uh, <laughs> Samson. I was like, yeah. I don't know any. Samson. When I think of Samson, I'm thinking like Sam two thirty six six. Yeah. Duncan football. Right. Hey, what what position he play in football? I think the end. Yep. Yeah. See. One hundred percent. Ain't no receiver, Samson. <laughs> <laughs> it's strength in his hair, man. Yeah, he played, sure. played a lot, but he's actually not that big of a guy. Oh, okay. He's tall, but you know, fast. I get. I mean, is that defensive end or back? Like you know, like. Yeah, I mean they, they're like, tall. A lot of stuff. Yeah, they, I mean, but like I like said, when you Samson, you I mean he could probably play. Back quarterback if he wanted to right yeah, <laughs> anybody gonna tell him anything yeah. different <laughs> right so what was it like kind of coming up here as far as sporting um you know i think times are different when you're coming up to what we're seeing now from sports right. so how was sure. it kind of coming up in sports and who were some of your favorite teams well um here you know we all we always had the rebels running okay. rebels to look look at you know during the 90s obviously and then even into some into the, the early 2000s they were the pro team here yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> mm -hmm. basically so um you know just a fan of them you know they were our pro team but you know conversely now uh we have you know the aces and you know the golden knights and the raiders coming soon so i'm just a i'm a default fan of whatever team is the Las <laughs> Vegas whomever the, yes. the lights you know the the soccer team or whatever it's right. like That's i've always team. wanted to have you know, a team to, you know, say, call my, you know, I'm a fanatic of. I 100%. mean, I kind of never really had a team, even mm -hmm. pro football team, basketball team. I was like, well, I'm not really from there, so how can I be a diehard fan? Like, yeah. right. I'm not going to argue with people <laughs> about it. It's just like, it's they'll be serious, like, you're not right? even from there. And I'll be like, you're right. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> like, but, you know, up. my favorite player was, you know, Kobe. And so yeah. I had a lot yeah, of favorite players. Too. So whatever team he was on, which was the Lakers, I probably would have been going for. Like, really? No matter what. Nice. Yeah. And in the 90s, I, I watched Bulls. Okay. You know, I was little, though. I was small. So. Right. Got to. So, Kobe or Jordan? I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go with MJ. Okay. okay. I'm going to go with MJ. See, that's, 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 I mean, that's valid. That, that is. All right. How do you, I mean, uh, you can share as much as you want to, but I know Kobe was your favorite player, so obviously yeah. uh, he passed away. How, how, how did that affect you? Or was you and then before you get in that, why was he your favorite player? Yeah. Okay. Both. Uh, well, it affected me tremendously. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was in, uh, you know, it was like a day before our one of our games. Oh, wow, okay. And, uh, you know, I just kept 
one of my teammates, they, you know, I hadn't even known them very much. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people can tell, like, just from my demeanor and style of game. Obviously, I talked about him when I was, like, a lot younger about what his influence was. But they were a lot younger, and they could tell. They weren't, we weren't even around each other. And they mm -hmm. said, you know, shoot, you were the first person we called to see, like, if you were all right. All right yeah. And I'm like, well, y'all really don't even know me. But they Dang. can tell in my, you know, just demeanor on the court and mm -hmm. things like that, that that was my favorite favorite player and I mean I just I was kind of shocked that it was like a, a moment of just I, I really don't know yeah. like how my game is gonna go mm. you know because it's like you you you're thinking about not taking things for granted you're mm -hmm. thinking about playing it out all for that person who's inspired you right. almost all your basketball career given everything you got you're thinking about having an 81 point game yeah. you're thinking about a lot of things and you just don't really know how it's going to play out and you kind of just trying to hold in and focus but i think for me during that game i just i just tried to give it all mm -hmm. i wasn't really worried about my stat sheet i wasn't worried um about anything but just playing my heart out because that's what he did right you know every night and even though, you know, there was times where I always thought, like, yeah, I'm giving 100%, but on that day, it was an extra focus. Extra yeah, extra yeah just to, like, do, do be out there, just, just sweat, you know, everything you, you do. And people don't understand how, and I mean, how much he touches you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people like, oh, that was my cousin that died. Like, everybody felt that they were related to him. It was such a yeah. connection when he, when he passed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think just because those values that you watched, you can apply to everything, everything. That, the mama mentality, the mm -hmm. business, you know, life in general, right. you know, how you bring up your kids. Right. Like mm -hmm. you may have somebody may have learned like, wow, I never had that as an athlete, mm -hmm. but I'm going to steal that into my make sure into my seat to make sure right. like, you know, they see and, you know, can 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 relate to to that via via sport, but that it applies to their to all their lives. I think, you know, lots of probably fortune 500 companies and yeah. and billionaires have that same blueprint for sure you know with obviously different terminology but right. i mean i would say like wolf of wall street that movie <laughs> i could see kobe playing that role like yeah. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> at some points like and not yeah uh, that's, that's so. what did you did you pattern your game after him then or um kind of that was it more your attitude yeah more i feel. think it's more my attitude but i do you know shoot a lot of fadeaways <laughs> I, I do shoot a lot of there fadeaways you and you know there was a time in in you know in, in some games and i'm not a, i'm ashamed to say this but not Go really ahead. that i felt like I'm, i was on some teams where i'm like okay me shooting against this double team is, is better, better than, than me <laughs> to you and what's the movie yeah. <laughs> it was just like oh they just said was it love of basketball like yeah. what do you say just pass you the yeah. ball <laughs> yeah. like uh, okay like i don't really know what you're gonna do with it so i'm gonna just shoot it and uh i probably got a better percentage but um yeah i just i i watched <laughs> nice. him and it, it's almost like i would you would go out and you would practice signature moves yeah. but the more you just watch the game in general like mm -hmm. his games in general right. like you just start to do the stuff like right. pivoting yeah you know i'd be playing like ones with my homeboys and i'm out there like we're only playing two three dribbles and it's like mm -hmm. well all i can do is pivot I, at I, this point yeah. so let me yeah. figure it out <laughs> uh, or, or or whatever so yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah, you, know. you, you. I'm going way off here, but you said you know sometimes it was better for you some teams to shoot them in the past on a double team. So I always wanted to know this, right? For a person that plays the wing, you play wing position. Yeah. You catch the ball on the wing. There might be 
you know, somebody in the post or something, you might, you know, somebody in the corner, you say, hey, watch out, go through. I'm going to yeah. go. <laughs> like, I've seen dudes do that, like, pick up, yeah. but not in a legit game. Like, yeah. I was a dude that, hey, I was hey, in the corner, hey, hey Miles, go, go through. Ahead, run. <laughs> run through, let me take this. How does it feel to be in that kind of zone where you like, all right, I'm going to, you get Send out of here, clear this out the way, and let me go to work. I mean, you know, it's, it's just kind of like a known thing at mm -hmm. times when you just got it going <laughs> yeah. and people are looking at you like, well, depending on your personality, it ain't coming. She ain't letting it go anyway. So they're probably not even in the way. <laughs> like they already know. Let me just go, go read it. Let me go get to this glass. Let me go rebound. Relocate. Just, I'm just about to cut. Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe spread, spread the floor. <laughs> Yeah, I always wonder what that zone was like in the actual game. I'm trying to do it in pickup all the time, but oh, the results are not the same. So in the actual game, that's all right. So always repping. Um, you know, so from high school, you went to UNLV. Yeah. Continued your career there. Why the choice of UNLV? How did that come about? Um, UNLV. Wow. I'm gonna say I didn't want to stay home and play basketball okay. at all. all right. I was like from. The time that you know it was like okay you can get a scholarship doing this so mm -hmm. i say about eighth grade i'm like yo i'm leaving las vegas and i'm going <laughs> to play somewhere else out um, i'm out right um my dream school was lsu okay uh i have family in louisiana so oh okay I, uh, that's smart I to tigers. go <laughs> go over there go down there and uh and and be a tiger but i you know senior year uh, well, sophomore year, I had some early interest from U of A. Okay. Um, and I went to a team camp down there, and I was pretty good. And, you know, uh, Bonaventure, I think, was a coach at the time. She was like, you know, we, we want to, like, get a verbal from you. I was only a sophomore. My sophomore summer going into junior year, and I was like, oh, it's, like, too early. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to just make that kind of commitment right away. But definitely interested on the, on in the pack. Okay. In the pack. They were pack 10 yeah. back then. Yep. And, um, but I came home and I had one official, unofficial visit, visit with UNLV. Coach Miller was a coach at the time. And I really just fell in love with the staff. Like, oh, okay. That's we came on, I drove myself. We were there, you know, my parents were there and we walked around campus. We talked with the coaches and assistant coaches and, you know, you know, coach Miller basically told me like, you know, you're not going to play like, not like we want you. You got an right. opportunity, but you got to have to work for it. And earn that spot. I had two McDonald's All-Americans uh, on that team. Okay. They were ranked 22 in the nation by Street and Smith that year. So they were supposed to be like, I wasn't <laughs> supposed to sniff the court. And I was like, there's no way that's not happening. Like, I'm going to play. Like, I'm coming <laughs> and I'm going to play. Like, yeah. But that was just my personality. But There's she really challenged right me. She challenged me from the day I stepped on campus. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I feel like the staff is really going to push me to the next level. And they were um, supposed to do pretty well. Obviously, things didn't go as planned, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> right. it was, uh, yeah, it was, a, I, I felt like a good fit at the time. And then it was like, what better way to, than to represent home? Yeah. Um, being from home. And then my outlook on the whole recruiting process kind of changed. I was like, also, we need to yeah. get, we need to get more athletes or more kids. <laughs> and I was quoted in the review journal saying okay. that we have more than just scrubs here in Vegas. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody, true, you know, stop overlooking us. 
even you know the own the staff there the staff here. Yeah, yeah. They, and then you know <laughs> funny thing is after that coach brought me in or she called me like did you say you know this where i was like yeah i said that but you know i meant like we have pretty good players so let's all you know let's stay, keep us home stay home and, yeah. and represent our city or whatever and she was like oh, okay well and i got a good media media lesson right there about being <laughs> getting early absolutely getting early fresh out like senior 17 years old and i was like oh, okay i see how they can but i meant that though I, hey, you I know, meant you're not lying either no and it's yeah, back and needs to happen. Yeah. i meant that so so how do they fix that then because like you're not the only we also watch the what was it the miami they were talking about miami and how the coach what started that program mm -hmm. And they triangled off and they called like from, you know, from Miami all the way up, all the way over to Tampa. Like they said, if there's a kid from Florida, he's not leaving Florida to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And like, why don't we do that? Or what do we need to do that? Um, well, first of all, I want to say congratulations to Lindy LaRock being mm -hmm. from here. I think yeah. that was a great start. No, mm -hmm. that's um, be her being from here and um, played high school basketball here, obviously going away to play at Stanford. But that's one of the steps, right. you know, if you have, you know, the leadership, that's one of the ways yeah. that you yeah. can start, start doing that. Start locking people down. Locking I mean, Banks said the same thing. Banks said the same thing. So mm -hmm. congratulations to her. So that that's like big ups and, and I'm happy for that. But you know what? Just, you know, showing up, you know, um, I know that, you know, there's a few kids that have been heavy, heavy, heavily touted by uh, whatever staff is. Mm -hmm. But usually those kids are four star, five stars. They got, you know, scholarships to go out of state. But I'm saying giving giving those kids whose whose rating isn't as high, but they got some upside or potential, you know, to and they hungry. Yeah. Opportunities to go there, even if it's just you know, sometimes you give them a look just to say you giving them a look. Right. I mean, they may be second, third, but you're showing up to games and and mm -hmm. they're seeing your face. And, and they're they bringing know. people, right? Yeah. And they know. Staying home. Stay home. Yeah. So moving into the uh, professional ranks. Uh, first of all, I, 11 years pro before we get too far. 12. 12. <laughs> My bad. 12. 12. that year. You he know, forgot to carry you know. the one. You know, <laughs> that's all. No, I no, wasn't good at math. All right. All right. <laughs> but, I uh, mean, but after 10, it's kind of like. Anyway. But still, no, I mean, no, you got to count what's, them. What's, what's uh, you count every last one of what's them. What's an average pro career like three, four years? So getting into yeah, it, like did five. you, did you, yeah, did you imagine? No, twelve years. No, no, not at all. Um, all right, I'm gonna jump in. I want you to start <laughs> from the 2008. <laughs> from 2008. <laughs> yes, from your draft, like how that went, because I can only imagine. Because there's a lot of dynamics that was happening. <laughs> she said, yeah, that okay. Well, you know, I, you know, I'm gonna start even a little further back. Okay. So Take I didn't really start to become um, a player, I would say, until my junior year in college because we had, you know, you Those, shot away your turn. Right. And I started right. for a lot of my career since I was a freshman, but yeah, you had some I, games booked. <laughs> yeah. So then I, um, but I, I started to turn it on as a, you know, as a junior, you know, 28-point games, 26, like, so it was like I started to get some attention. We were playing against teams like Purdue and some of our tournaments. They would come, and they had players that, you know, they were being, you know, scouted by WMA scouts. And so when they came to the West Coast or wherever they were, you know, we had Penny, um, to to I mean, we had Penny from the Sparks. We had Brian from 
you know, Seattle coming mm-hmm. and watching them. And I'm like, okay, yeah. like, I'm about to <laughs> sure. get off. I'm about to show yeah. off. Yes, I got to yes. do something, you know. You're going to see them, a, but you're going to see me. Yeah. Yeah, you came to watch them, but you're going to see, see me. me. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, that's kind of what, what started. I was like, oh, well, I can really do something, you know, if I play well, uh-huh. you know, the, you know, opportunity is endless. But, you know, I kind of went into the draft thinking that Houston would draft me. Um, they were talking about it. Um, you know, I talked with my agent and at the time, and he was like, you know, you're probably not going to go first round, but second, late second, probably third is, you know, where, where you'd you probably at? be. Mm-hmm. And after having a good senior, you know, senior campaign, I mean, at one point I was ranked like third in the nation in scoring mm-hmm. uh, for a little bit. and then. You couple know, titles, some whack titles, and so I get to that that point, and I'm like, okay, well, I can play pro. I know I could probably go overseas. I don't right. know if the WNA thing is gonna happen, but I can make some money doing what I've grown to mm-hmm. truly, truly love and find a passion for. Um, so I watched the draft from home with my dad. My mom had to work, mm. so I watched it. I sat on the couch and just watched it, and round after round, and <sighs> my name wasn't called. Right, you know, and you know, expecting that. Uh, to get called, but knowing that things don't ever work out the way you expect them, <laughs> I was I, I I immediately received a phone call after the draft uh-huh. and from the GM and um, head coach at the time of Houston, um, yeah, yeah, um, Carlene Thompson, and she she was like, you know what, we didn't draft you, but we still want you to come to training camp, and I'm like, I don't care if I ever get my name you know, see my name on TV, like, it never has been, so it's not like I'm taking a step backwards or anything like that. I'm like, who? I thought, I felt like I took it as this is my draft moment, Uh you know, getting that call and preparing myself to go in as a free agent and and make some noise. So starting there in Houston, um, it just went went on from there. Um, After Houston, Hold on, but Houston though, right? Like they were, wow, they yeah. were, they were a dynasty, right? Yeah, like was, you're like, yo, I'm coming into some, I'm about to do some things. Sure, for sure. I mean, I don't know how many times I could tell you I was, you know, starstruck playing with those vets. That Absolutely. I had a team like, obviously <laughs> Tina Thompson. Tina Thompson, Thompson. yes. Yeah, TT. That's my, you know, that's my vet. That's you know, what's she up. Called me, you know. I was her rookie. She was my vet. Oh, that's and dope. That, we still are, are really good friends. That's good. Um, even now, and I mean, but even you know Michelle Snow and mm-hmm. and all, all Mwadi Mabika was on the team. Y'all were supposed to Mike do Abba. some things. Yeah, we 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 did all right. We was a little bit older, but Shannon Johnson, mm-hmm. Shannon Pee Wee Johnson, like it was just it was a good 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 team and a good uh, time to be a rookie. Right. You yeah. know, you learned under good vets. Mm-hmm. taught you what you needed to know solid structure with yeah. the team so that was just a good experience there were times where I, all i did was practice for two weeks three weeks straight <laughs> never saw the court never dressed out uh-huh. but then there was games where i would play right. you know yep. extending minutes mm-hmm. 18 like 20 minutes as a, a rookie that's good and i just soaked it all up that's dope. and uh, it was a, a great time but and you know i the- would walk in sometimes <laughs> like i played we, we played in reliant at the time and it's like that's right you know, I would be rebounding for Tina, and it's like, wow, like this is real. It's like, real life. I'm playing for one of the probably one of the best players to ever play. Yeah. You know, ever play, <laughs> champion, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know, yes. and it's just like, wow. You know. Yeah. 
like a pitcher. Real, yeah. And then and then that 2010 Mercury team, you, Diana Taurasi and yeah, Diana getting to play with Diana Tangela, um, Penny as well on That's that great. team. Dewana Bonner, she got yeah, DB Dewana, yeah. Candace Dupree, <laughs> Candace Dupree. Um, Tamika Johnson. Yeah, rocking with the rocking with the best, right? Western <laughs> Conference Finals. Yeah. yeah, we went we went to the semifinals that year. They won the year before I got there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but what yeah, was those so, practices like? Man, well, Corey, you know, it was always short, <laughs> but it was always intense. Yeah, you know, it was intense, and uh, I really learned to you know find myself that year because mm -hmm. it wasn't a lot of time for me on that roster. Honestly, like. I made the team as a free agent again, okay. but I wasn't, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't minutes for me, mm -hmm. really. And I had to figure out how to make the practices my games, shoot around was my game, yeah, and and stay focused for you know what's to come. And whenever your opportunity would come, that you'd be ready, right? Yeah. yeah. Talk about that mental. I don't know if it's a battle, but just kind of that mental strength of not kind of knowing when your minutes are going to be night to night, but yeah. staying ready and staying prepared for that. Um, it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah, you know, um, especially when you're coming from being a go-to overseas. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, every every night you're getting you know as many shots as you want. <laughs> uh, right, clear you know, out, clear as out. Many oh, minutes, go. as many minutes Run as through. you want, and then going back to having to ex accept a role, you know, and, and almost sometimes be a practice player. Like I'm just here to mm -hmm. make sure that y'all got game leg, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. or playing up tempo. And but I think it's all a part a part of being a, a good a good teammate. You yeah. have to at times put things into perspective and a lot of it is about timing. You can't get in your own head about it. Mm -hmm. Um you can't get down on yourself and, you know, say like it's something that I'm not doing because literally it's not something that you're it's nothing you can probably do to right. get in rotation, you right. know, like you just play the best you can and sometimes it just is what it is. Yeah. And you have to swallow that and, you know, chuck it up and you know make let that make you better mm -hmm. you know i really really took that time to work work on my practice habits because they weren't good <laughs> i was not a, i am not a practice player even still to this day practice. like i'm like i'm ready to go when the lights come on mm -hmm. like talk about a game here yeah i can't uh i just don't do well in practice like mm -hmm. I, I don't I focus the same way and it's just like it's practice it's, yeah but you know <laughs> you know that's the time that you get better you get yeah. better in that time so you want to take advantage of it you know each time but it's like something about when the lights come on i'm like Game there's time. something happening that nobody expected me to do because they're like you've had the shittiest practices <laughs> 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 and I'm like, you know it's just about consistency but that's something that is totally not good so like coaches if you listen to kids like you there you go you guys practice practice good practice habits there you go <laughs> Don't you know. don't do what I did, kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be better than me. <laughs> you Good can practice be habits, because that's that's where the coach sees you most, right. you know, or the GM or whoever it is. Like they see you the most in practice. I mean, the game's only like twice a week or right. whatever, that's so it. and you may not get very many minutes. That's, yeah. So you can't be like, well, I'm gonna wait on the game. That <laughs> might never out. happen. Right. Yeah. You gotta. And I mean, recruiting practice. process, right? That's they, hey, how they practice and coach. What's the attitude? It's like all those yeah. ancillary things that happen, not just the game. Sure. Yeah, always, somebody's Most always kind of watching. Always watching. Yeah. Hey, when we play, right? Eye in the sky. Yeah, don't lie. Always watching. Don't be loafing. I see you loafing back there. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know. you probably get this question a lot, but two things. kind of like, What's the difference between playing overseas, yeah. kind of playing at WNBA, just the styles of game, and then 
you don't really get an off season, right. you know, maybe about a month off, maybe, <laughs> yeah. and you get right into it. So taking care of your body, you've been healthy mm-hmm. for a long time. So talk about that. Uh, I'll start with the latter. Okay. Um, and and the twelve years, like what we were talking about before, I just when I got a taste of playing, and it was such an inconsistent time in my career in the beginning mm-hmm. where I was playing and I wasn't playing sometimes overseas. I was like telling myself I had to stay ready and what's going to cause me to get injured or something is if I'm not physically not prepared. Right. Like right. if yeah. I go out and try to play a game and all I've been doing is <laughs> playing pickup like for an hour every day, I'm not going to be ready because right. it's just a different speed. It's a different physicality to the game. So I need to be on that level. So I really thought about what things I needed to do to put my put myself in physical shape enough to go right in and if I get a call to be able to play. I'm ready. You know, to be ready, game ready. It's very, very, it's not possible, but mm-hmm. you can get as close <laughs> as yeah. you can to game right. shape. So that was one of the things. I also, later in my career, started to supplement, you know, because, you know, what we get in our food is just not enough. Uh, so you <laughs> vegan? No, oh, I'm not oh, vegan. I, 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 I said supplement. Yeah, I, I went supplement. supplement. You, I went, you went straight vegan. <laughs> you went from zero to 100. Like, no, oh, no, 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 no. I just had some ribs. You might be mad. Yeah. You don't mess with that poke? <laughs> my bad. I didn't mean to get Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I started to supplement, and I think that's kind of helped with the longevity longevity of my, my career. But also doing some physical things that aren't always basketball you mm-hmm. know lots of stretching yoga the recovery gotta, stuff recovery too right stuff. yeah foam roller is my best friend never go anywhere without it <laughs> okay or my um elastic the band bands mm-hmm. and, you know a lot of yeah. band work a lot of um small muscle group exercises you know so we just keeping that that there going and then the other part of your question like the league is the league it's mm-hmm. like the best place to play outside of being an Olympic athlete, which is like 12 people who are the best players in the planet. Um, (laughs) It's prestige. That's where you play. You know, I've had Coach VJ, Vicky Johnson, said, you know, the WNBA is where you play for prestige. Mm -hmm. Overseas is where you go to make your money. But you come here to prove that you can play at the highest level in basketball. The comp, yeah. Yeah, it's all about the competition. And me being a competition junkie, I didn't care. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm – I – have to be there i have mm-hmm. to touch if i and i kept scratching the surface surface and kept scratching and scratch kept scratching i was getting being the last cut in chicago last cut in atlanta you know and then finally getting to san antonio and it being like you do, you belong to be here like you deserve this nice. you work for it like right. it was just like and then getting minutes and being able to produce and it was just yeah. like this is just what i knew was for me when i was a rookie in houston a, when i got time. to play and, and i would do good things at times so the style of play, you know, they get physical overseas, though. I mean, just just, well, just well, rules are different. Oh, they put bodies out there. No, 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 no. They just they just the night what the nineties the Pistons. The, I just would say for us, like as a foreigner or an American, they expect you to be able to do certain things. Mm. So they kind of become a little bit biased and a spectator at times, you know, they're they're They'll be like, well, you're athletic. So they won't call uh, foul. And I was like, that has nothing to do with it. Uh, like, you know, or just a little, little, some bias, but that makes sense. It, it, you know, they set hard, hard screens. Like they're trying to nail you for real. Really? And where, you know, as in the league, like it gets really physical during playoff time, obviously, but the refs know it's just the same. You're on the same page mm-hmm, mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you know, the, the style of game. Like, they know, like, certain things you can do if you, you know, arm bar and it's not, like, overly excessive. Right. Yeah. You know, then they just kind of let it go. But yeah. sometimes they get real touchy. Jeez. You know? That's crazy. Or they let, they'll let, you know, uh, you know, wherever you're playing, like, they'll let the, the national players, like, hold and grab you and then as soon as you do it they're like foul and i'm like well, she got the quick whistle right. you. you got an advantage so they let <laughs> yeah, them yeah. get away with a little more yeah <laughs> so you're with the stars all right and then hopefully our, our people know here that the stars became the aces right um so what was that feeling man i know it's that's another one of those things where you said things don't go always how, how you <laughs> plan it to be right right <laughs> um it was uh yeah we relocated uh Antonio relocated to Vegas and just being a part of what was initially going to be or just the beginning phases was amazing. Right. You know, like it was like coming home, coming home. And, yeah. And being able to say like I played high school, <laughs> college and pro for my city. Yeah. Yo city was just amazing. <laughs> I, you know, I wish it would have turned out differently. But, right. Um, just being able to be an ambassador in that in that sense and I still you know I'm like you know this is something I didn't have when I was a kid yeah. okay. so I'm yeah. not super salty <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, I'm like you know you, you, not you're a, a, a tablespoon you, you may be yeah. a teaspoon of salt right? yeah, high, <laughs> high school players you guys go out and watch this team that okay. is right here to show you you know what what you can accomplish you know because I never had that um, yeah, you can see growing it growing up. Yeah, I just like this is like this is real. So be a part of that. Be a part of growing that. You know, and just to be have you know any bit of time right. with that with that team and just show like I really like how proud I am of where I come from and That's who dope. I am. It was amazing. So it was cool to come home, but you saw the business side of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a game. It's politics. It's politics. Sports, politics, and business. Right. Yeah. All right, so um, 17 and 7 are usually kind of like your numbers that you rock. Is there yeah, any that's... meaning behind that? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, I, um, when I first I graduated college, I was number 12. Okay. Okay, so that's right, yeah. I was like, all right, I kind of want to move out of my college phase. I want to go. And, like, so boneheadedly, the GM or the equipment manager in Houston, like, whatever you want, I'm, like, 14. And they're like, <laughs> no. You no, can't no, have that number. Jordan. You can't get Jordan. <laughs> you can't get that number. And I'm like, okay. Like, and I was just like, all right. You well. was coming for heads. So I'm like, no, I want 14. I was like 17, but not good. even thinking like at all. I just said that number because it's like I was in, in high school. I was number 10 for a bit of time, okay. you know, and I added two when I was in college. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be 14. And they were like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until like. Weeks later, after I'm like, okay, that's why. But, but you know, happy belated birthday to Cynthia, Cynthia Cooper. Cooper. Absolutely cool. You know, um, had an opportunity to meet her and everything. So, uh, yeah, they were like, no. And then I was just like, all right, I'm um, I'm gonna go with 17 because you know Tina had seven. So I was yeah. like, okay. But you know, uh, seven, seventeen, uh, seven is the number of completion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, biblical number. There you go. There it is. A biblical number and. <clears throat> excuse me i just you know i like the numbers my dad's favorite, favorite there it number. is uh, and i you know i put a little spin on it by adding a seven, 17 like my usual it. number okay what was your first dunk a lot of people like to say it was in high school 
I personally disagree with this. Like, I don't remember it actually going down, but people were like, I think they were so shocked at the attempt that they just made up what they wanted to. Because I <laughs> went like, for it. I can't believe she tried that. <laughs> In a game, like a real... On a, like, on a break? You can't... You yeah, can't. fast break. Um, Yeah. And I would just, I would just do it. I, I don't even know. I really, I'm like, okay, I'm on a fast break. Uh -huh. I'm just jump real high for the layup, and then see what happens. And a couple of times, I just tried it. I don't remember going in, but people swear up and down. They that tell is. me like I'm lying when I say I didn't dunk in high school, but so high school, but um, you know, I just mostly over the summer playing pickup. Yeah, with guys, some in warm ups, a couple of times overseas with catching oops or. Oops, for the over. most part. Uh -huh. Yeah, my, my hands aren't that big, so mm -hmm. I have a problem with jumping on the bar. Folks. But I'm also a two-foot jumper, so it's <laughs> kind of easier to go with two hands. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Especially if you're going for two feet. Yeah. Doing a Zion. <laughs> man, I, Zion. I, I always was like, man, if I was like, because I'm listed at like 6'1", more around like six foot. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, if I was six one and a half for real, I, I really you be. disrespecting yeah, people, I, right? I'd be out there doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a resident shoe head over here. Okay. Um, growing up, did you have the the air swooshes? Uh, I had the swoops. Excuse me, air swoops. Excuse swoops, me, swoops. I had the second uh, iteration. Second of, release, okay, you know the ones with the. I actually wore those in my, you know how you have the prop pictures when you yeah. see your pictures, uh -huh. like where you wear, wear your regular clothes. And I you had, got your, yeah. your, your basketball, your, your sports <laughs> <those>. clothes on. <laughs> yeah. I had those on. Uh, didn't really play in them much, but I actually just caught those, um, the Jordans, the women's Jordans. Oh, the retros mm -hmm. that uh, yeah, Maya, they, that uh, they did for Maya or the uh, which ones? No, the um, they're just a pro, like the first Air Jordan that uh, was designed for women. Uh, I always wanted those. But, yeah, I had one pair of swoops. There you go. Yeah, you they, had, they had, had some to. for Maya, though. Maya designed some um, the retro tens mm -hmm. where, oh, okay. where she kind of, uh, I think, the colors. Mm -hmm. and, what she, and she put her favorite um, Bible verse on it. Yep. So those were dope. Yep. So why I need the plug on the Jays, by the way. I see <laughs> you got the whole number line. So right. We'll get that <laughs> off camera. <laughs> Between between you and Darren, man, with the with the shoes, we you gotta got the get whole these order, line. these yeah. orders fulfilled. Yeah, I gotta get, <laughs> gotta get my game a little bit. But why do you think uh, women don't have shoes? And like, um, because the WNBA is just doing great, right? They continue to build, they continue to grow. Yeah. Um, they're showing, you know, getting the respect from the, the fellas. What what do you think it will take for the women to have their own shoe? Because like they haven't had a shoe. Other than, like you said, where they were, like, designed for a woman or something like that. But just a name, too. Um, I think that, well, one, I mean, they just, you know, really, really enjoy playing in the men's shoe. Like, they're super, like, comfortable. Like, you know, you get one that's catchy and, uh -huh. like, the Kobe's were and Kyrie's. And they just, they look really nice. So, I don't think any other players are super super pressed press to, about it to make them you know but they have some signature i think Della Don just got a signature nike that's Did like she? it's not named after it's her but her. it's her yeah. shoe like the like it doesn't have her name on it but it's she it was designed for her gotcha so whatever it's like either. hyper i don't even know the name but right whatever it is you know she is wearing it but they have you know some 
Jordan's design specifically mm-hmm. for Maya, and um, you know, it it I think it's about just like a family of the the whatever brand. Okay. Um, but I think at at some point, um, it could happen. Like I really think it it would have happened for Maya. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. She's out there fighting justice yeah, over there, her. boy. Yeah, she's doing her thing. She back playing or she? Uh, she's still, she was still, still sitting out. Yeah, she's sitting out. She's still sitting out. Still sitting out. Yeah, de- defending the world, yeah. righting all the wrongs. Yeah, that's Speaking crazy. Of Del- I saw that Tina Charles got traded over there mm, today. Oh, was it? Oh, today. Yeah, huh. Mystics. That's a that's a good pickup for them. But that's a, that's a whole different story. Yeah, that, that was a tough playoff series around here, boy. That was a different story. All right, so overseas. What was your favorite team to play for? And, like, it can go from the environment, the culture, just, just kind of the okay. overall experience. Yeah. Um, it's a close, very, very close um, between this past season um, in Israel. Uh-huh. I played for Hopol Rishon. And in about uh, 2013, I played Euro Cup for a team in Slovakia, Ruzhenbrug. And we went to the Final Four of the Euro Cup. Okay. And so we were traveling and playing and we were an underdog team and mm-hmm. we made it really far. Uh-huh. Um and then that year as well in 2013 we ended up taking um a EuroLeague final team to game 5 of the Slovakian league. So Košice, we played them really close. We hadn't like the team hadn't beat them in like I don't know 12 years or something like that. Not mm-hmm. even once like one regular season game, a playoff game, and we beat them twice, and we're taking them to game five. We beat them twice at home. They beat us at their place, and they end up beating us out at home. But the atmosphere there, it was a small little town, um, Eastern Europe, nothing to do in the entire city. Like, I literally would just go to practice at home, to the gym to shoot extra back home, like, to the grocery store back home. Like, there was nothing to do. We would we would get out a little bit. I think I traveled to some spots in um, in the city or just around Bratislava like once um and it was cold and snowing <laughs> and just icky yeah. but we were out there hooping mm-hmm. um I played with Courtney Vandersloot that year and Nadia Parker she played and we was just not expected to do much mm-hmm. you know and it was like an amazing the crowd would come out the whole village the little village <laughs> we was in you was know was packed every night no matter who was playing we, we were beating scenes because the league was really top heavy, so us yeah. two teams were the team. Okay. And then there was a third team; they were okay, but everybody else was pretty garbo. And <laughs> <laughs> we would beat them by like sixty points because they didn't have nobody. Okay. And when the game would come, <laughs> but it was still be packed, and it's like, why y'all come here to see us okay. blow the team <laughs> out? <laughs> but they had nothing else to do like us, so yeah. <laughs> it was the best thing going on. In right. The, uh, yeah, but we went really far in in, in the league, and then in Euro Cup, obviously playing. So did you have? That was the most fun, like game time. It was like that environment. Lit every yeah. game, yeah. Because you don't expect that when you go over there. Nah. Man, that's dope. That is dope. I I saw that you are outdoorsy person. Yeah, yeah. fishing. There, yeah, fishing. I, when you said fishing, yeah. I was like, where are you? Where's where she fishing? fishing? Out here? That's the same thing. Yeah. I was gonna ask the same thing. So, yeah. where overseas? What was the spot that obviously that maybe somebody doesn't know that you thought was really dope? Kind of outdoor stuff. Outdoors. Hmm. There's so many places I. Where in Turkey were you, by the way? Uh, Genic, Samsung. So it's up north. Okay. Up north. Okay. I mean, 
all the places I was in Italy, I was in Greece, mm-hmm. Spain, mm-hmm. like that's crazy. How was Africa? Nice. How was Africa? Africa. Yeah. Africa. Africa was like I'm on this Africa Dope. kick yeah. right now. Yeah, liberating. Oh, yeah. see, and everybody mm-hmm. I say so I got some homeboys in um, Angola. Coach Rayford. Well, yeah. Rayford. Just, <laughs> yeah, just Rayford. Rayford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, a couple of my friends just came back from they went to Africa last year. Everybody I talked to, they just say, oh. It was amazing. Game changer. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, every place had its perks. You know, I didn't necessarily have time to like go hiking or fishing sure. or do anything mm-hmm. like outdoorsy too much mm-hmm. like that. Besides, like go to the beach, whatever. But every place I found something to do outside. <laughs> so, yeah. So, That's and where yeah. do you fish here? Do you fish here? Like me. When we could, I mean, but now, you know, right, yeah, COVID's been, taking over uh, everybody's yeah. life, so. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, where is she fishing at? Yeah. Lake Mead. Lake Mead. Where did you uh, we go up to uh, oh, Utah? Utah. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. Me and my, me and my dad. Okay. Is it just relaxing, or where, where did it come from? Because, like, uh, yeah. Jared Jeffries is a big fisher, NBA dude. He, like, I think his handle's like, I go fish or some shit like that. Wow. Yeah. But uh, how did you get into I it? I just, my dad. Dad, okay. Yeah, he's, you know, uh, from Louisiana. In the sticks, oh, well, Wins- yeah. right? Wins- Winsboro, Louisiana. He over there noodling and shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. so you know, he moved here in the seventies, whatever. And he just, you know, found out it was a lake uh-huh, here, man. and we go to the state park sometimes. And he would always take me when I was a kid. Okay. I mean, I, I was on a lake when I was two for the first time. Wow. So getting out there and and you know we're shore fishermen, so I mean I like to swim, but you know he's like just oh. it's not our thing to get on the boat, but. All right, so we want to kind of get into the platform in the winter circle and just talk about, you know, what you're doing out there. So um, I want to start with, you know, I kind of let off in the intro, but um, you're a select academy. You know, yeah. talk about that. What what was behind it? And, like, it's is it a club? Is it AAU? Just tell us yeah. all about it. And I think you have, like, three fundamentals or three pillars you, you base yeah. around. So I um, have been doing camps and clinics for, like, seven, eight years. And I I was home early. I was playing in Africa. The season had ended. I came home in, like, February, so it was right time for playoffs and high school basketball. And I was like, I'm going to go to my high school. I would try to, you know, when I was home for, like, Christmas or whatever, go and visit the high school team and talk to the team or whatever. Um, But I went to the game, one of the games of some of the kids that I know from the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And they were like, come to our game or whatever. (laughs) Or I went to see Centennial play Gorman or something like that. and Or Spring Valley at one point, um, team that, you know, some of the kids I knew played on, and they, it was just, like, they needed so many things. Like, I was, like, they're lacking a lot. Yeah. You just know, fundamentals fundamental wise? Fundamental-wise, oh, okay, okay. IQ-wise, and I was, like, I need to, I want to coach. Like, I want to give back. I want to have my own, you know, program. But I also was looking, you know, I like Team CP3 and Team Mellow and these yeah. these teams, me coming up, like, watching, you know, how how they played for certain you know, NBA playing teams and then not right. there wasn't a lot of WNBA players who had their own organization. So I was like, I wanna start something. But my deal was I wanted to coach as well. So okay. that's how I got into it. I because I was already training here and there, like working out with some kids and or we would work out together with my trainer and I would just learn how to like really, you know, handle handle that. So I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I'm I got with a couple of my you know, close friends that I played AAU with and some that I know coached and some even that I coached uh, when I was younger. And I was like, y'all want to coach or have any interest in, right. you know, youth player development? 
mm-hmm. then let's do this. And we started, um, and we hadn't stopped since. Wow. How different is the AAU game from when you played to kind of what it is now? Well, I would say it's like it's night and day. Mm-hmm. You know, when I played, we didn't have social media. Mm-hmm. We didn't have all these platforms to uh, self-market. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the players, you know, are, are definitely far more skilled than we were um skill set wise like they could do drills that we probably can't can't do <laughs> those drills weren't our, even around right like right. <laughs> <laughs> dribbling <punch>. with <laughs> i don't know i'm not even gonna get into <laughs> all the crazy Chris videos drills, that people yeah. be doing right yeah. but um but we definitely were brought up in a tougher era you know you know we had to earn things no matter who you mm-hmm. were right mm-hmm. you know even if you were the best player you never were treated i mean you got treated special but it was like the 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 worst player would challenge you yeah you know yeah and now it's just like really really top heavy those that are really really good are really really good there's no no middle middle. Mm. you know there was always room for that guy that guy at the top had to be better because that guy in the middle was coming for that spot because he was working now Mm -hmm. these guys in the middle are like well i'm in the middle i'm not top so it's like i'm just gonna always stay in the middle Mm. You know, and there was always somebody chasing you, so sure. you had to be on top of it. And it's like not really very many kids are chasing mm. anymore. That's interesting. You do you think because you were a three sport athlete? I know a lot of kids now kind of specialize. Do you yeah. think that has something to do with or? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and specialize us, early too, right? Yeah, yeah. it specialize, and they want to focus in. And uh, and you think I that's think, good or good and bad or? I think it. I'm indifferent on it. Okay. You know, especially when you are good enough to focus in on that. And it's like, you know, this kid is going to be a pro, so why not Mm -hmm. get to, because it's about really about the bag. So you want to secure that and (laughs) you want to not even, you know, jeopardize that by any form. Right. Because it's about taking care of your family and doing what you need to do to be a millionaire (laughs) at this point. But for me and, and our generation, it was just being physical okay. it was about pride yeah so it was like okay you better than me at this but i'm better than you at this and i know <laughs> that, that i can play, right. play this yeah. you know i i do this I'm gonna get my so, yeah. yeah it was <laughs> it point. was always a competition That's always a competition and it wasn't so much about the business at all it was just about the game the, the competition about the game about being physical about learning other things like a lot of football players sprinted because they wanted to be faster yeah yes you know a lot of basketball players play volleyball because they wanted to jump higher yeah you know play soccer because they wanted to have better endurance Endurance, yeah you know stuff like that so for me i I really but i was talking about this with one of my good friends um the other night um it's like you know when we were kids we did physical things like Mm -hmm. we went outside and we played we played outside we jumped off things we hurt ourselves and we just got up and kept on playing like yeah. it was nothing and I, we you were, couldn't go home yeah we <laughs> you were to walk it off you can't come home you can't come home hurt if you right. come home hurt you're gonna get a whooping like right. or you gotta like, stay you inside hurt, you broke your leg you're gonna yeah. get whooped and you gotta stay inside so <laughs> right. it's like so it's like nah, nah. i'm gonna um, walk this off and figure it out how yeah. to toughen put, up put some tussing on it <laughs> yeah but you know we walked places we rode bikes yeah. we did All things over. like like that and um we were just kind of, and this is a little bit off subject, talking about how it is kind of a de- direct indicator of injury right now. Mm. Like, you know, our f- best, and me and my trainer were talking about it. Um, shout out to Train With Dane about how 
you know, you go and your first gift is a bike. Mm-hmm. There's kids that don't know how to ride a bike. Like the bike was the gift. Like I'm getting <laughs> a bike. Move. <laughs> like I'm getting a bike, and I'm going to be able to do everything <laughs> yeah. faster than I was when I was walking. walking. Like Man, I can get everywhere, town. everywhere. <laughs> I can do everything. Oh, I'm supposed to be going to the gym. I ain't got to ask for a ride. I'm there. Right. But you know, we That's didn't have funny. as many ACL. That's true. And all these types of injuries because we rode a bike. And that's literally the first <laughs> first thing you do when you go to rehab. Is um, ride a bike. Is ride a bike. <laughs> that's know? the first activity you can do to kind of recover. <laughs> like get right? on a bike. You get on a bike and the bike saved our lives. But honestly, we probably were injured. We probably had some kind of meniscus <laughs> and concussions for sure. Right. And we just was like, you could. I'm you walking. Can't, on. Can't, you were thinking I can't go back outside. I can't go back outside, <laughs> so I can't be hurt right now. Oh, that's you know? awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's 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 funny that you say that because I think we before graduation class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we grew up in the same era. So I I remember going to going to class musty because I had the hoop shorts <laughs> underneath the jeans. So like it was it was just it was just different. Yeah, it, it was, was just different. Good. And then I, and I I could never play baseball. I couldn't hit the ball, but uh-huh. I was like, it's cool when football season comes. Oh, I got you. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, <laughs> but on. you would still get out, out there and do it, though, oh, because, yeah, of, yeah. because of the pride thing. It's like, I'm not too scared to try, at least, because I might be good. Right. Yeah. But these kids are like, I might not be good, so forget <laughs> that. I know that I'm good at this, so this is what And I'm even if you're terrible, you still went out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's where matter. your friends were, though, yeah. too. And that was the whole thing. We, we had a different connection, too. Especially, it's like, it don't matter if I absolutely suck at this right i'm, out I'm there. so much better like that's like the football no offense but that's the football oh, 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 thing oh. with basketball like so oh, many football players are bad at basketball oh, here we no. go with that uh, yeah so tech one two one two we good all right okay. so uh <laughs> you got him upset you got, yeah you got me on yeah. the football <laughs> well I, it's thing. not even it's just like Football players are like the best defenders on the court and rebounders. I'm locking down anybody. 100%. And I'm giving my fouls. 100%. Fouls. And I get that, but those five fouls are like for sure going to be made. Absolutely. And it's like you're not arm, you're not hand checking. You're stiff arming. Like you. Yeah. I'm grabbing right. too if I grabbing, have to. You're right. You know? No, and it's like true. y'all are athletic. Yes. And that's it. Hella Ooh. rebounds, hella I, rebounds. Absolutely. No, no shot. Dennis Rodman. The I don't think I shot a jump shot in high school. Dennis Rodman. I'm on the board. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was playing unless I had a floor burn. A tip champion. <laughs> if somebody's taking a charge, I'm gonna make them feel it. I'm, like not, best, I'm not gonna try to go around them. I'm running around. you over. <laughs> right. Right through you. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Setting hella screens. Best screens ever. Best Boom. screen. It's absolutely. Like, I still said like, screen. You know. <laughs> hey, come through. Hey, come, yeah. come through this. Got to set up. Got to set up. <laughs> Move. No, I got the screen. But it was like, you know, I'm going to do what I can do. Yeah. So that's just like, now you also do camps. So what's the difference or what's the kind of motive from you wanting to coach and, and make sure the kids had the essentials because you were just mm-hmm. seeing that that was a lack and then scratch that itch of wanting to coach. What's the difference between what you do with your club and then these camps that you were running or that you have um, i think the camps are open to all kids okay you know, who are beginners may be interested we have some sessions that are just for kids that are curious about basketball like i want to play um i think the you know some of the elite camps or, or whatever age group that i do it's specific to a certain class of kids so it's like an elite 
section that's like okay for serious basketball players and we might have some intermediate who are probably like middle schoolers mm-hmm. who just started playing but kind of know what they're doing know the rules and stuff right. like that i hadn't really gotten into you know little little kids i did have you know a 11 u team that was so cute this year <laughs> i had a middle school team and then i had two high schools like a sophomore team and then i had a senior team so i had four teams last year which was a lot but i learned say, a lot yeah. about how i can coach oh. and then you know camps are just you know you you don't get better at camp you go there to learn something mm. and to apply it when you practice mm-hmm. you know you can't get better in three days <laughs> you can't you can learn something to de- start to add to your game to not develop. in general pop not with that large with a large group of people yeah right? you can't you it's not enough time to mm-hmm. get better because you have to practice something over and over and over like repetition is everything but i just wanted to do that to you know show you know that i was accessible to the community you know you can come and just pick my brain you can come and hang out and we can um do other things but uh, there was a lot of uh uh, things like leadership things that i would add into those camps like having the kids um you know learn about themselves and how they work with others and you know, we I would have people come in and talk about clearing house or nutrition Good or stuff. injury preve- prevention and stuff like that. So the the, the camp is more um, rounded towards just sport in general. Holistically, it. it's not so, just yeah. a skill. It, yeah. Life progression, yeah. the whole thing. Let's go. So how do people get involved? When that like you know what's the age range? Age range, excuse me. Um, well, this year I'm um just gonna have I'm gonna have the smaller team. Well, hopefully. You know, uh, eleven U is where where I started. Okay. Uh, so, but even younger than that, you know, if you have a kid that's eight eight year old but can play, then they just play up. Like that's how I yeah. run the program. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're an eighth grader, you probably may not get much playing time on a senior team or on the top team, but you'll come to practice there you and go. you'll play take that practice and those habits and right? go back and kill whatever eighth graders or whatever <laughs> play, playing against mm-hmm. but um i think i just you know kind of go by skill and, and passion desire to want to be so does there. everyone make the team no. or no so no. they have is i it usually like i usually so pick they... this year i plan on having a tryout like a, okay a little bit of a different uh dynamic than what i had in the past because i usually would handpick the kids mm. most of the kids come from um my area you know, where I grew up, North Las, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. West Las yeah. Vegas, you know, because I felt a, a, a real need in that need, area yeah, for, for sure. a organization that can cater to them. Um, that could be cost effective and they still get the type of skill Yo, yep. that they that they need. Um, so, you know, when I whenever I do have, you know, a tryout or a camp, I just post it on my social media okay. um, and I tell, you know. I come on stations and stuff, just talk about it. And let us know, definitely, because sure. we want to definitely promote and push that. That's I kinda, will. That's I why we're here. Sure. Hopefully we can get um, out of the situation that we're <laughs> sure. in. Yeah. We can part. start opening up the gyms. But even if not, you know, last year we did our preseason. Um, so about April, March, end of March, April with my kids. Mm-hmm. We did it outside on the football field. Really? Okay. On the track. I saw that. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, we're going to get, we're going to get in shape at least. <laughs> <Get that working. laughs> yeah. So I saw on your website, select your own path. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that the quote that you kind of live by there? I mean, because you, you know, you choose how your life is going to be For no sure. matter what comes at you. Mm-hmm. And I think it just kind of embodies 
what you know the the path that I had to take um it it I made you know made it what I wanted it to be mm-hmm. you know and it's all about perspective your perspective mm-hmm. is what matters not what people or you know writers or the people who do the rankings right you know and tell you that you know you're not number one or whatever you just make it what you want it to be and you know I've been you know so many doors have been shut to my face and I just keep on persevering persevering moving Mm -hmm. to the next one so I've created the lane that I want to be in Mm -hmm. and that's what you know it's my path you know Mm -hmm. it's not really about the next person's journey you know because I could easily look at you know another player and say well why didn't I Mm -hmm. get that same opportunity I'm better yeah i'm flat out better mm-hmm. and but i didn't get that pass and i could cry about it and be upset but you gotta take I mean, what you get that's real important especially because you mentioned it early how you know social media is kind of prevalent now and yeah, you can kind of look at what everybody else is doing and lose track of your own path yeah. so that's important for the players that you coach and everything yeah because i just feel like you know my journey and my my path is set for me mm-hmm. you know that person who i'm looking at probably wouldn't make it on my path mm. Mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i probably the same wouldn't make, make it on, on there yeah you know it right. would probably be totally different for me if i had been a number one pick like i probably have some other kind of issue versus <laughs> just running into closed doors yeah. so i um i really think it's important that you know where you're going mm-hmm. like you have the end goal and it may be the same as someone else right. like the goal is the same mm-hmm. but you have different, different, paths, different to paths to get there yeah, my pops always say you turn thirty five at the same time. That's the same thing. <laughs> then uh, one thing, I, I, your 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 blogs are dope. By the way, I saw the impact yeah. that we have as a you know as a black, black athlete. athlete. Yeah, talk about that. And I gotta get back into blogging. <laughs> I haven't no, done They're really anything dope. in in a while. Get back to writing, but uh, it was something that I just started to do. You know, like I hadn't ever written before. Okay, you know, so except in school, and that was god years ago so um just you know i i feel like you know being a black athlete comes at times with a label you know you guys talk about it here we're not gonna shut up and dribble Mm -hmm. you know and we allow us as a as a black culture an athlete to we allow people to put us in a box yeah you know like this is what you do this is who you are this (laughs) is how you play and that's it like Mm -hmm. and you know we just can do so much more, right. you know, especially with this as a vehicle. So a lot of people take that, you know, that, you know, that stereotype or whatever, that box, and they look at it as a negative thing right. all the time. Okay, I'm not going to let you put me in the box, but I'm definitely going to use this box to get where I use this mm-hmm. vehicle to get where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And so that I can show you or show myself or show whomever, like, there's other avenues or there's other things that I can do. Mm-hmm. I'm using this platform because you you may feel you, like it's the only platform, platform. <laughs> right? But I'm gonna right. use, use it, it. to mm-hmm. to show you know that there's other things out That's there. Dope. Awesome. That's real. Well, um, getting to wrapping it up here. Um, last kind of portion we like to call is the assist, and I think you know Miles jumped on it earlier, but um, it's where you kind of drop a dime or just um a gym or just kind of like a life lesson lesson or quote mm-hmm. that you live by that you want to kind of share with the people? Uh, if you always do what you always done, you will always get what you always got. See, <laughs> I like it. Uh, 
that's for one sure. of the, you know, if you never try anything different, you're always going to get the same results. Yeah. And um, you got to learn to step out that box. And I think everybody needs to understand their power. You know, never give your power away. Understand that you are powerful. And that as myself, I've been learning, like, how much influence I have, mm-hmm. you know, uh, over this last year. And I talked to my teammates about it. Like, you never really know how impactful you are until someone else says it. You kind of try to downplay it. And I've had people tell me, like, no, like, you are somebody that people look up to. And I've had to try to – I mean, I always knew that kids – you know, look up to me. Like, you right. play pro, you're good. Like, we can't mm-hmm. ever beat you type of thing when we hoop. But it's like my peers mm-hmm. are looking at watching me That's and awesome. seeing how I, how I do things and how I move around. And I've, I've begun to, like, really take a great responsibility in knowing the power that I have, I have yeah. and not letting myself or anybody shade that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like use it and be a light to, to whomever. And then, you know, we we, you know, we create – we can create the narrative. Hundred <clears throat> percent. We can. Because we're so infectious. And that's just That's, that's real. just it. Gems. It's like that blog is dope. I read oh. it. I mean, you touched on the NCAA stuff on the blog too, but I mean we have to have, have you back to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, you, you don't so know I, you don't know Kristen. I'm kinda on the other side of the fence a little bit, but little I bit. wanna hear your perspective on it. Yeah, he's on the wrong side of the fence. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it is. I mean, it's two sides for reasons. Well, <laughs> somebody got to be over there. Correct. All right. All right. There you go. Right. Oh, man, so much, man. What a great episode. We definitely want to thank you again. Um, time just flies when you're having fun, I guess. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me. Oh, was, I had yeah. a blast. And I, I definitely want to come back. I mean, I Let's know there's so we much more that we can uh, we can talk about. Oh, and... trust me, because we want to hit you with some, some things. There's, <laughs> there's yeah. some stuff that we were like, oh, yeah, let's ask this, let's yeah. ask this. Yeah. So definitely want to have you back. Always, uh, well, one, you are a great supporter of the show. Thank you, yeah. especially during Appreciate like it. Black History. You're reposting and posting yeah. our stuff in Women's History Month, and like you're really tapping but in. I, so, I, uh, you know, I, I just love that you guys represent, you know, what what we're all doing and what we're trying to bring attention to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, no matter the scale, that that deserves, you know, recognition. One hundred percent. We're gonna get it. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, you know, you can find us on all platforms, Black in Sports, YouTube, Twitter, IG, all that good stuff. We're on every uh, podcast platform, so follow us there, search for us, and just know that we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Uh-huh, yeah, sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black, yo, 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 sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black, smack out to racks on handmade new rags, sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black, I'm sorry, everybody from sports to college class to rap, rap.